Alright, um, I guess we're heading back to Trenton. I would like to know where the forge is that I can buy, potentially buy a scope, because fucking <coughs> I really want a scope. I was about to say. It is getting late in the day, and you are meant to get back to Master Johnson at some point, so if this is your last stop before you have to go back. Yeah. Oh, just, whisper, just whisper to the group, remember what is the primary mission we're here for. Trenton is secondary. Charles is like, yeah, but I got That a was made... <laughs> Sod. Wait, no, okay. prime... Your cat is adorable, but your cat is not important. I would like to Charles looks really say offended. we've done our mission. Vague sensation of damn right I am from the cat. No, our, mi- our mission, our primary mission, is to get information about the people that freaking attacked our ship. So uh, Johnson is our secondary, tra- technically, even though he thinks that we're his primary. Just, I nod to you, just, yes, very correct. Which so, is by that logic, why we've been sent on the forge in case they know something and have a scope. I so, agree. by that logic, Trenton makes sense to talk to, because he'll be able to get us in with people which can give us information about that dude. Yes. Trenton isn't a shot but... for a closing time. Huh? Yeah, but he Trenton... promised us to meet, he ensured that we get a meeting with the Foundry, who uh, yeah. seemed like they would keep regular hours. Yeah. You said Trenton. What's the name of... The, uh, can we just confirm the names of the agent and the names of our contact? The agent, the inquisitorial agent here who you arrived with is Master Johnson. Okay, and then Trenton. Trenton Borador is a high-ranking member of the Silver Lining Mercenary Company, who you met in the Lookout Tavern. Just to make sure we got the right ones. <laughs> yeah. I was backwards. <laughs> so, JD rings, familiar, walk pan... Anya's still missing something. A fucking scope. (laughs) (laughs) You can get the scope tomorrow. (laughs) Should have taken the fucking telescope, man. (laughs) Or the scope that works. That would have done literally fuck all. It actually would have worked, but okay. (laughs) It's not fancy enough for him. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so where are you going? Heading to Trenton to actually get information. Okay, you all head back to the lookout bar. Is he still sat in, like, the same place? Yep, he is still sat in the same place. He's a proper NPC. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whoop whoops, man. Yes, there's still the pounding music. The bar yeah. is still there. The broken coffee maker is missing now. <laughs> is, the, is the tech priest also missing? No, the tech priest is by the bar, drowning his sorrows. Ah. Uh, shields her cat in her coat. <clears throat> The cat is not fond of the music. I'm going to go around and walk by the tech priest that was originally dealing with the coffee machine mm-hmm. and just pat his shoulder slightly and then go, I guess the coffee machine didn't make it, and continue walking. He sort of jerks and is like, wait, what? And then you just keep <laughs> walking and he's like, the fuck was that? <laughs> he's like glancing about somewhat alarmed <laughs> and you walk away. Um, and I walk up to Trenton. <laughs> Trenton's there with his two cronies as always, and he sort of nods as you approach. Ah, ah so uh, the champion was it? Uh, I, I believe I've dealt with him and his little dog, the Bocco. Hmm. Did you humiliate him? Oh, he went down fairly easy. Hmm. Does he still live? He does still live, because I want him to uh, bask in his failure. <sighs> he grimaces at that, but nods. 
Fair enough. If you wanted him dead, you should have been more specific. Mm. He sort of just rolls her eyes. How droll. Alright. And he nods to the woman on his right, and she reaches into a pouch and pulls out a, pulls, pulls, pulls out a small icon. Well, for services rendered, here. He takes it from her and offers it to you. It's a small bronze, you know, about an inch diameter. Yeah, it's got a it. cogwheel on it. Sorry, was it? It's a small icon. Okay. Inch, inch in diameter, bronze, with a cog on it. Everything has cogs on it. <laughs> That's attached to the mechanicus. Okay. There. That's... That should at least get you to talk with the foundry. And then he sort of just leans back in his uh, seat. Uh, Alright. And where exactly does one go to contact him? <laughs> go to their enclave. Which is located? Ask around. I'm sure you'll find out. I, can I just so, step forward? Uh, yes. Excuse me, I do believe our term, uh, our agreement was you would arrange for a meeting. Giving us the entrance to it hardly seems like arranging. Well, I'm not going to push that you physically talk with them about it. You could at least tell us where we are going. He just looks at you and goes, If you would attempt to approach the foundry without one of those, and he nods at the icon in Kedis' hands, they would shoot you. So yeah, yes. I've arranged a meeting, and not a killing. Yes, and at the moment we know uh, that trinket is worthless unless we know where we're going. So functionally, you have arranged nothing. He sort of just snorts and goes, "Oh, okay. So I'm dealing with an unimaginative lot. <laughs> Look, we don't have time. Uh... This was a ship, right? I'm gonna take a wild guess inside our own union, but." He claps his hand sarcastically. And there's a brain cell present! Someone has to be intelligent. Indeed. Well, to be fair, it didn't have to be on planet. Well, um. I did say that aloud. <laughs> <laughs> did you know what? No. Yeah, I did say that. Oh, uh, I see. Quick save, quick load. <laughs> yes. No, I'm just gonna Oh, Trenton, you're so salty today. I thought you were so lovely before. Well, thanks for all your help, anyways. No, I just walk away. A pleasure, as you all retreat, and he sort of grabs his drink and chugs it. And you depart the lookout tavern, I believe. Mm-hmm. Secret, uh, secretly an arsehole batarian. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of the place? Something Conclave? The Conclave, or the Enclave. The Enclave. Enclave, okay. Yeah, E-N-C-L-A-V. It's, e. the, the Foundry is basically a Mechanicus Enclave on Shipfall. Alright. Cool. Oh, here's a point. Well, you're a bit low on time. Do you guys want to head down to the Enclave, or or miss your meeting with uh, Master Johnson? Um, let's, let's go back to Master um, Johnson. We can always go to the... Enclave tomorrow. Oh, we're stuck with Johnson tomorrow. Uh, can True. I raise something? Uh-huh. Just point out, not all of us need to go to Johnson. In theory, 
You really think it's a good idea to split up in a place like this? Yeah, that went so well last time. No, but he said he had work for tomorrow, did he not? Yeah. So I'm trying to remember. Yeah, actually, I cannot remember what he said. He, he did say the first do day not... is yours. Yeah, do we not have a way of... In this case, we still have the night. As long as, well, we may be tired for the next day. But... If you want to work through the night, you guys will be fatigued next day. It I'm not is sure it's worth, worth the Inquisition. Uh, just, do you really want to go back empty-handed? Because I have a fear that if we don't manage to do this now, that he is going to have us achieve our objective and then leave. I fear this may be our only chance. And I do not want to leave without having our mission complete. Mm. Shaw, your cat is happy to be away from the whoop-whoop noises. <laughs> Yay. No, cat is now addicted to dubstep. <laughs> oh no. Shaw is pleased that her cat is pleased. Its tail is just lazily swishing about. In time for the wubs. <laughs> there are no wubs. <laughs> all of the wubs. <laughs> the cat stands up and shouts wobble or dub dub. <laughs> and so the, the cat was unexpectedly fucking renamed. No. <laughs> to be honest, he never did say that there was going to be a meeting today to us. No, he didn't. He just said we. He said today was ours, tomorrow is when he needs us. Technically, late afternoon tomorrow is still tomorrow. What's the effects of fatigue again? If it equals your toughness bonus, you fall unconscious. So you would t- you would take one level of fatigue from skipping sleep. It's like, what was it he wanted again? Oh yeah, he wanted us to find a location for the house. Uh, for the um, safe you, house. Out, uh, safe house. Now, hopefully, this may not involve much combat. As long as everything goes well. Yeah, I know that sounds stupid in a meta point of view, but just I think we may be able to get away with it if we continue our objective now. Shaw points out we could just give him the address from the deed that she no longer has, because, yeah, it seems like it's probably kind of out of the way. Did you say give the address of what was on the deed that you just gave away? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one you just sold. I doesn't give a shit, she's For got a cat. cat. <laughs> She's like, I don't know, I was only half paying attention, I've got a cat. I'm going to call him Phantom. I'm sorry, what? Phantom. <laughs> You're calling him Phantom. You're calling him Phantom. No, I'm not calling him Phantom. Phantom. No. The cat looks displeased at Fenton. <laughs> no, I'm not calling Everyone him Everyone looks displeased at Fenton. Call it Colton. I'm not calling the cat Colton either. Do you... Actually, no, what colour is the cat's eyes? Sorry. They are emerald green. Yeah, fuck it, I'll call him Colton then. Colton? Hey! <laughs> Means from the dark town. There's a resigned meow. It's better than Lord Mouser. Shaw just sort of looks at the cat and is just like, why are you so annoyed? What would you prefer? It brightens up and meows at you. I think it must be called meow. It shakes its head and meows again. Sanchez. <laughs> it shakes its head and meows, taking time to, uh, you know, enunciate. What is this enunciated meow? <laughs> meow. Um, did we oh, oh, the what's it called? Dave. The cat? <laughs> I can't remember. Is it hisses at Anya. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is male. We're now wasting time. <laughs> Actually, it, this, this is, is important. This is in, ca- in character. Just, we just dot, dot, dot. We are wasting time. <laughs> deciding 
the name of your fucking cat. Charlotte's offended and flips the bird at um, Rosa <laughs> and just withdraws going to the conversation and pets her cat apologetically. Yeah. She's like, fine, I'll figure it out. You get a notion of tracking something. Oh, your cat wants to be called Radar. Quit <laughs> Esper. <laughs> now the cat's confused. Pikachu. <laughs> Abra. Barry. That's You get a sensation of forest shot and, you know, stalking amongst the trees looking for food. Small rodents scurrying amongst branches. Char doesn't know what trees are. Um, <laughs> that's a good point. Char has never seen a forest, so she's just like, huh, that's kind of unexpected. But K, can I re-roll Sinusian? Yes. On the basis of I'm having weird shit float into my head? Yes. Do I get a bonus on it? Yes, plus 30. <laughs> it's not hard to tell where the psychic shit is oh coming from. Oh my god! From. <laughs> Why? That was a funny! <laughs> you are happy and content with a big ball of floof in your arms. Coming from the earrings. <laughs> no. I'm just going to wave my hand in her face. Are you alright, mate? <laughs> you look about, but I, was like, I think I need to sit down for a while. I'm confused, but it's fine. Hairy baby. <laughs> Do you need me to take the cat for you to uh, regain your composure? <laughs> no, my cat, my little ball of food, my hairy baby. <laughs> How useful is that cat at actually things outside of just being a fluff item? Out of character. How useful. Hold on to it and find out. I hope you can ride it. That'd be cool. Perhaps you're doing it. It can be a fucking yeah. leopard. You don't know. <coughs> Is it a big cat? It doesn't. Guy Rinks don't get that bit. Currently, it's the size of a house cat. He, Opie did warn that it will grow. Oh. Generally speaking, Guy Rinks tend to go about lynx. Lynx, which is about the size of a big dog. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay, at least it can be used for something later on. Rideable for a child. So, child size, then. I'm not fucking child size. <laughs> I'm actually quite tall. Fuck you. <laughs> Alright, so are we going to uh, the co- the Enclave or to Johnson? Because Johnson did say we had today to ourselves. Yeah, and it's still telling me today. Yeah. We just willfully misunderstood his intention for us to be back by a certain time. Yeah, he never, he never gave us a time on it. He never told us how long the days were here. <laughs> <laughs> I had quite a busy day. But no, it's like, it's fine, we can still go back to him once this is done. I mean, it'll be yeah. late, but it doesn't have to be like, you know, 4am. Alright. It might just be like, you know, half 11, so he might be kind of annoyed, but we'll still come back, we'll just be a bit late, if we walk quickly. Do you guys know what you want to ask the Enclave? No, because I can't remember why we're going to them. <laughs> going to them to find out about that. You're going there for a scope. Yeah, yeah I'm going there for a scope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <a> scope <laughs> to scope out the area for that for knowledge. No, to buy a scope <laughs> for my rifle. Yeah, I know. I was being imaginative, Dickhead. We need to find out what happened on that port, like the the ship that we were on. Why? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That? Why it got attacked, what the dude was, I have his name written down somewhere, and it's also probably in this thing as to... So, yeah. yeah, refer to the journal, guys. There is <laughs> info there. So, yeah. 
Holmes, uh, Gerard, there you go. Find out about Gerard. So seeing as you guys are better with the, the speaking side of things, do you know where you want to go with this? Just even just Moza begrudgingly says you have some kind of innocent charm that seems to get you places. You really need to do the talking in this. No. All right, then. Oh, for God's sake, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm just curious to see someone else do the talking on this one. Moses like, I didn't get paid for those drinks. Fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all, we're on good terms, all right? <laughs> okay, me, okay, yeah. Me and you are, but no one else. The other two, fuck them. Charlotte's just sitting on the floor petting her kitty. She literally is. She doesn't know how to deal with people, particularly. Last time she tried to interact with somebody, she nearly got shot. So she's just like, nah. Are you the weapons? Oh, no, you're going to help tomorrow with the weapons and trading and shit, aren't you? That's what it is. Pardon? <laughs> He broke up. Shah is knowledgeable about the tradings and stuff, isn't she? So that's probably tomorrow. She has merchant skill, yes, because yeah. she's a rip-off artist. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right. So, yes, I will hold the small bronze icon out to whoever whomever wishes to do the talking. And you will take it. Cool. She doesn't wish to do talking, but then I'm going to fucking do it. Hey, I got most of the things, all right? <laughs> Somebody else can do it. I did the fighting. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so, should we go onwards to the enclave then? I guess so. <clears throat> okay. It is night in Ship 4. The lights have been dimmed. The street traffic is noticeably lower. Most people seem to have, you know, re- retired to the more residential areas. Or, you know, whatever rooms they can find to bunk down in for the night. You stride down the corridors, slowly encountering more and more industrial-style surroundings as you approach the engine section of the ship. Again, oppressive darkness, but soon enough you find yourselves before a large cog-shaped door. Closed, but it does have, you know, a little slot at the front. Is the slot the same size as the little brass icon, by any chance? Yep. I will insert the little brass icon into the slot. There is a kachunk sound, as if you've just put money into a vending machine, and there is a loud grinding noise as the door pulls away from you, and then rolls out the way. Welcome to Voltmar Moon. <laughs> Um, Pretty much. Yeah. We've already established Shipfall as Video Game Central, so you know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> Looking OP shop is bloody um, Kingdom Hearts going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only there was a key I could fight with. <laughs> don't, don't, no. <laughs> I can have a walk and a key, I'll be awesome. <laughs> yes, the fabled Keyblade the Walk. It could be a chain Keyblade! <laughs> I feel that like you should do. 40k Kingdom Hearts cosplay that could be really fun with a fucking um, walk in fact Georgie you should just play you should just cosplay Caddis come to a 40k meet on with a fucking walk yes I'm tempted I'm tempted not gonna lie but right anyway you enter the uh, bustling and hissing region known as the Foundry the air is filled with noises of clanging tools arc welders stuff boiling there is a lot of ambient glow from pools of molten metals you know, running in rivulets and being carried in crucibles. Uh, red-robed attendants, you know, bustle all over the place. Servitors stand guard at key areas. All of them sort of focus on those passing by. There are numerous walkways and gantries up above and down below. You are basically on a walkway now. Everything is in constant motion. This, The walkway you're actually on, leading to the door, is actually deserted. It leads to a junction, and that's where all the activity is going on. 
a stream of like molten metal falls past you. Right. Like just past the walkway, pouring down from up above to down below. This place seems fun. Think of a techno version of uh, Erebor from The Hobbit. <laughs> I was right. about to say, actually, seems more like home. Yeah. It's very hive worldy, you know, very clustered and bustling and noisy and. Just smile happily. Mm-hmm. It's about as hot as Australia is as well. Yeah. There is a lot of ambient heat. Mm. If I see a kangaroo hop past, I'll be fucking surprised. <clears throat> Marsupial. Marsupial, kangaroo, one of those. Technically, if it's a kangaroo, it's both of those, but. Anyway, we should probably find someone to speak to. Yep. At the end of the walkway, there is a small sort of, you know, plinth and a counter, and uh, standing behind it is a towering figure clad in red robes with a very pale flesh, uh, watery human blue eyes, but beneath the nose, there's it's, it's like the lower half of their face has just been torn away and replaced with a mess of wires and cables winding down and vanishing into the folds of their robe. Right there. Uh, t- two of the tubes, you know, come from their own nose. Oh, approach the desk mm-hmm. and incline my head in greeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say to him, I'm sorry that we arrived as late in the day as we did. Unfortunately, we're running on time. So I will, I will keep this brief. We have come here for two reasons. Mostly business. Well, entirely business. First off, I was hoping to use your services to buy some weapon parts uh, if you offer such a service. A thin, spindly arm extends from beneath the robe and points down towards the left from where you're standing, along the junction. Thank you. The second one, we're looking for an individual that we've heard very good things about for our line of work. One, Jared Vasseur. We're told you could help us. There's a short blurt of static, and a second arm emerges from beneath the robe and points to the left, but slightly up. Is pointing at a higher level. Fair enough. Thank you. There is another blurt of static, and the arms retract. Okay, let's let's head up. Lead the way. Okay, so yeah, we'll head we'll head to the the upper location first. Okay, you wander around a bit before you finally find like a set of steel stairs and ladders leading up, and you know you you clamber up without much difficulty. Shaw kind of has to juggle the cat a bit, but it basically just rests on her shoulders now. Like a scarf. (laughs) And you climb about three levels before you get to where uh, the Guardian was pointing you. Still lots of red robes around here. And now and again, you know, cargo servitors and bulking, you know, gene-grown assistants thunder past carrying plates of metal or barrels of various liquids. Or even full machine parts or pushing trolleys with collapsed and salvaged devices on them. Siren goes off in the distance. Is there anywhere around that would look obvious that we should head to? Well, you can. You basically follow the walkway because it's where you are is like this massive, essentially chasm right. covered in walkways and stuff. And then you've got the two walls on the left and the right, and heading in them sort of takes you back into the clustered, you know, corridors of the ship. Right. So, I guess we should keep heading along the cor- the walkway then. Well, along the walkway or into you know the the right. Uh, the right, the left-hand side where you were pointed. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll go to the left-hand side where we're pointing. Sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, the walkway stretches down the length of the ship, you know what I mean? Oh, I see, yeah, so, okay. so, So basically, it's like you're looking along the length of the Grand Canyon. Right, so, yeah, sorry, I thought we were going across it. No. Right, so, yeah, we'll head, we'll head to the left, then. Okay. You, yeah, you head to the left and enter, you know, the bustling corridors and stuff. This area seems relatively heavily patrolled. There is, like, actually, you know, there's 
servitors with gun arms and actual combat weapons at you know in alcoves along the walls and um there's actually a tracked servitor with a heavy weapon at the end of a junction just overlooking it from a like a little balcony area there's a uh, again there's red robed tech priests and attendants and their own ter- sort of acolytes uh, fussing over cogitators and exposed wiring and panels or hammering away in rooms at various items or you know pouring metal, metal into casts okay fun <laughs> we'll keep heading in see if there's someone that stands out or you just keep walking and it's more of the same everywhere you look really charming lots of it pissy their uh, charisma is lacking again as I said there are tech priests and like other red robe people around but you know they're all fussing over or passing pie mm. no they're not much better uh, now and again there is some like an actual regular human guard as well although they seem to be uh, patrolling along with like at least two servitors Next time a guard comes past, I will okay, ask for directions. Okay, um, uh, the, the guards are all sort of, you know, clad in very dark colours, all have sort of, you know, the half-mask half, half rebreathers, obviously sort of, you know, to, because it's boiling hot in here and it gets a little bit tricky to breathe. Mm. But, you know, you're all doing relatively fine for now, because you're not exerting yourselves. Uh, yeah, you stop one of them and, you know, th- these guys are clad in, like, carapace armour, not quite as flashy as what the Silver Lining Company has, but similar make, and holding actual, you know, last guns. And he sort of just raises an eyebrow as he looks over your brattled party. What? Sorry to bother you. We're, we're looking for Gerard Vazir. The... His office is two corridors down to the left. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and he nods and just walks off. Dot, dot, dot. That was easy. <laughs> that was. Oh, it's too easy. Then we'll going. Okay. You reach a bulkhead door. This one's got a little plaque on it, and it's got, you know, ones and zeros on it. Can I just pipe up and go, Now remember, we're only here to find out about him. Don't suggest us doing anything. Or just look at all the... Ser- I just look at all the servitors of me. So wait, is Gerard meant to be in this room? No, I'm just bringing it up before we go any further. No, no I'm asking, yeah. like, is this the room that he's meant to be in? The cat is not very happy to be here. Yeah, it's probably quite warm for the cat. Hmm. And the whole, if it's psychic, you know, the minds of these servitors. Hmm. Or the lack of, in that case. Um, trying to think how to formulate this sentence. So Shaw pets the cat and, you know, mumbles to it, you know, what's bothering you? Because that's what you do with cats regardless of whether or not they're psychic. It's uncomfortably warm, and basically it's 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 surrounded by a lot of soulless ones, and it doesn't like it. Right, enough. We'll, uh, will Shah pick up on this specifically from... Yes. Okay, cool. Can I roll again? And try and stop rolling hilariously bad. Okay, sure, yeah. Roll Sainissians. I swear to fucking God. Yay! Anyone success? It's actually a success. It's dead of a fucking minus two. You realise the cat is psychic. Yay! This isn't you being good with animals, this is actually the cat communicating with you. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, right, okay. That, that kind of makes some fucking sense then. She informs the cat that we'll be, li- you know, we will not be lingering here for all that long. She doesn't like it either. The cat nods, mollified for now. So yeah, Lucas. Yes. Did that guy say that Gerard was in this room? He said his office was this room. Mm. Okay. 
Do I know, like, when I technically hit him with the Molotov or whatever, uh, did he <laughs> see me or did I see him, like, properly at any point? Well, really, you were kind of ducking in and out of cover, throwing and shooting at each other. Oh, that's fine then. I'm good. <laughs> as long as he doesn't see me, because otherwise he could be just be like, hey, I know you. If you he's are <laughs> distinctive, though. Even a brief glimpse at you. Yeah. Oh, God. You, you wait outside, Georgia. Alright. You do glow, my dear. Yeah. You are actually glowing in the middle of this corridor. <laughs> yeah, whereas... We'll put you on a corner. Charles was nowhere near this bastard, so she's just like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, same with everyone. Bar Georgie. Well, if you're... If you're going in there, then can I have the, um... Icon? What do you mean the icon that's now in the fucking door was what we used to open it? Oh, I thought you still had it. Okay, then. That's fine. I don't think I still have it. No, you used it like a vending machine. Yeah. Every time you want to get into the foundry, you need to have one of the icons. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's fine, then. Right. As long as they're not going to, like, just be like, hey, you, you're not meant to be here type thing, that's fine. <laughs> no, you're totally meant to be, or you're here with someone who is meant to be here, otherwise you wouldn't have been able to get in. Yeah, so that's fine. That's all right. If you want me to wait outside, I can wait outside. It may be safer, just in case. Just in case he's in the... Alright, let me know if anything goes down. Mm. Can Shasha try and find out what this cat's name is now that she's realised it's psychic? Yes. <laughs> is his name Meowth? No, it's Matar. Righty ho. It's called what? Yeah, I can update my thing now. It's called Guitar. Guitar? No, Matar. Yeah. Oh, Meta! <laughs> the cat is Meta. <laughs> AKA, the GM now has a t- tool to hit you idiots over the head with to give you blatant clues. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so Shia introduces Matar to everybody else as, you know, Matar, mm-hmm. as opposed to, so this is my cat, fuck off. Aw, hi Matar. Hey, great cat. Hello cat, fuck off. I'd pat his head. <laughs> he purrs. <laughs> you also get a generic sense that he will change colour as he gets older. Mm. He'll go from blue to actually white. So I was like, cool beans. But she puts him in her coat safely anyway, just so that he's not getting quite as much, like, you know, boundary smog on him no but you know he's gone from un- you know uncomfortably hot to oh shit you put me in a fucking leather coat you crazy bitch let me out <laughs> okay sorry my mistake out you come then <laughs> put back on my shoulders not like i've got a lot of hair it is lazily draped over your shoulders can i try fanning the cat with my walk yes the so cat I'm just like why are you waving a fucking walk around you freak <laughs> looks concerned and backs off, taking her cat with her. Meow. I'm going to gently try and remove the walk from Georgie temporarily. <laughs> you can try. I pull it to me. <laughs> Stop harassing the cat then. It was funny. It With her tribal symbol on it. On the walk pan. Yeah, she felt honoured. <laughs> I think Anya and this cat have more in common than anyone else. So, I gesture to the door. If you want me to stay outside, I will. Yeah, I'm just trying to work out what to do if he is in there. Just talk to him about his reputation. Basically pretend to want to hire him. Yeah. Ask about his business, but do not mention Moon at all. No. If he asks about business, about how did you hear of him, say his name was mentioned in the bar. In retrospect, we should have asked to have a cover story for that. 
prepared, but uh, we didn't think of it. So Yeah, that occurred to me as we got to his door. As <laughs> <laughs> it so often does. Perhaps try to make up something. Make up something. You talked to some people around the arena as well, didn't you? No. We you can't talk to the by interpreemptively getting it. Mm. It's fine, you've talked to people. We could have gotten it from anywhere. Yeah, I was trying to work out what reasons for trying to hire him for, like specifically him. Uh, I believe we were told that he was good at something, but I can't remember what. Yeah, that's uh, this one. People shoot you odd looks because you because you guys are just loitering outside this door now. <laughs> so I was going to point out he was pretty fucking good at Hilfer in the archive. So why not yeah, hire we... him for a similar job? We ascertained he was good at that. This is a good point. Yeah, good call. We'll we'll pretend we're trying to. Like, rob someone. Right. Or we could do the sensible thing and look up his character in the journal. doesn't have any information. Because <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't take any time to research him. <laughs> that is all you know. This is field research. So this guy. <laughs> Fuck Bollocks. this guy, he's such a dick. Like, if you actually <laughs> followed up information, info would have been added. Truly, you are masters of investigation. I thought we have that data slide on us, though, and I thought Steve <coughs> I probably did read it. I did say I did read it. As I said, it was very sparse, like, you know. I thought he read it on the ship. Like, what is he good at? I think they did mention he was good at, like, explosives, I think. No, he's actually, you know, he's a relatively good all-round combatant. But they didn't know anything like who he works with, does he work alone. They knew he operates out of shipfall, but you didn't peruse anything like, you know, any other potential sightings of him. That is an issue. Well, whatever you do, I think you should probably uh, do it first. Yeah. I'm just going to lean up against the wall casually, like, near the door. Arms get a can, you know, for casual things. The acolytes still walk past you. Fuck it, I'll knock on the door. You knock on the door and nothing happens. Oh, doors! Goddamn doors. Is it a door that would physically be knocked on? Is there a doorbell or is there a... It is a giant metal bulkhead which, you know, is... You, you sort of, you know, it swings open inwards. I will very carefully and politely as possible open the door. You open the door and you enter a small, you know, again, a small bare metal room. There is another door on the other side. What's in this room? Is it basically nothing? Uh, bare metal walls, you know, a door on the other side. Uh, the floor is again, you know, corrugated metal. But yeah, basically nothing, as you can see. Right, so this is basically an airlock. Um, I'll knock on the other door. I'll keep the back door open. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a small bzzz and the light over the door turns green. I will open the door. You open the door, and on the other side is a again an office. This office is very much not in the industrial style. It's actually got sort of, like, wooden panelling laid over the metal to make it look slightly classier. Behind, you know, the one side of the wall is all windows. Again, the kind of uh, stained glass windows looking out, feasibly, you know, on the outside of the ship. There, you know, there's a small wooden door onto one side, which you assume would probably lead to, like, a personal quarters. There's, you know, like a, like a nice uh, faded velvet couch to one side. There's a chair in front of the desk, there's a chair behind the desk, the chair behind the desk is much nicer than the one in front of it. There is actually a vase with a potted plant in it, in one corner of the room. There are bookshelves filled with data slates, actual books, scrolls, and parchment. 
There is a thick rug on the floor with some sort of mandala pattern. And sitting at the desk, you know, typing away at his cogitator, is Gerard Vassour. He is flanked by two heavy combat servitors. I regret many of these decisions now. The Dark Heresy role-playing game is copyright of Fancy Flight Games and Games Workshop. Warhammer 40,000 and its associated trademarks are role property of Games Workshop. Opening and ending themes were created by Evolutioner of Fiverr.com. This has been the Triton Gambit, a Dark Heresy fan production.